is our Father. Hallelujah. Is our God. And um, a father is a man in relation to his child or to children. I deliberately, I mean, thank God that uh, the definition, I took it from Google, and it said a man, a man in relation to his child or children is a father. And God created us in his image. There is a place in the Bible that says that both Adam and Eve were called Adam. Praise the Lord. They were both called what? Adam, because they have become one. And God called them Adam. And he, right from the beginning, he called us his own. Hallelujah. Amen. He called us his own. And the only person that could really show us who this father is, is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. In so many places, you will see, he will say, Abba, Father. You, will, you just hear him say, Father, you, all things are possible for you. He will just say, Lord, uh, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. Father, some of us have lost our daddies. I still have mine. I hope that he stays a little while. Amen? Yeah. Praise the Lord. In fact, he will be 80 this year. Wow. <laughs> so, Abba is, uh, is an Aramic language, which also means Father. Praise the Lord. So when you say Abba Father, you are just saying Daddy Daddy, Father Father. And we have in Old Testament where it is recorded that people people will say, My father, my father, in so many places. For example, when God, I mean, when Elisha sent for uh, the king that he was about to die, when he came, he said, My father, my father. That is, you are you are my you are my dad. What do you want me to do? Praise the Lord. And in so many other places, we hear, um, even when Elijah was about to be taken, taken away, um, Elisha called him, my father. When he saw the chariots going up, he said, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel. He said, my father, my father. Thank God for the New Testament. We now have a daddy, somebody that we can call father. You know, it is the Holy Spirit that has given us, uh, no, when God now saw that, okay, these ones, they are my children, he gave us this Holy Spirit, which is called the Spirit of Adoption. Hallelujah. Whereby we can call God Abba Father. Hallelujah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's told that in, in, maybe now, maybe in the olden days, I don't know, but it was told that when a child a, a slave cannot call a man a father. He cannot call him Abba in, 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 in the Aramaic or I'm very sure even in a contemporary. A slave cannot just see the master. They call their master, master. They can't call them father. But somebody that is adopted or born into that house can call the man what? A father. Praise the Lord. And we are adopted. We have been adopted. So we can call God Father. Hallelujah. And it has so many significance. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus himself introduced us to his Father. He introduced us. Even when he was trying to teach the, um, the, the, his disciple how to pray, 
He said, this is how you should pray. Our Father, which are in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 6, 9. Matthew 6, 9. Says, after this manner, therefore, pray ye. And I, I would like us to read it together. Matthew chapter 6, verse, starting from verse 9. Are we there? Okay, so let's start. One, two, go. After this manner, therefore, pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We say it, so many of us, when we finish praying with our family devotion, we recite it. But is God really our Father? Do you relate with Him as Father? When you see your dad. What do you do? Let's compare it to your earthly father. When a child sees the dad, for example, when a child sees the dad, uh, when it, uh, you you left your child in uh, at um, daycare, and you now you went back to pick the child. What do you do? Immediately the child sees. No matter how many fun that child has engaged himself with. Immediately he sees the dad. What will he do? Run. Drop whatever he or she and just run. Hallelujah. Amen. That is a father. That is a father. Not a father. If, you're, if you are a father and your child sees you and pick race, you are not a dad. But a child will see the dad and run. After that, hallelujah. Immediately, at times, when a, when a child is crawling and sees the dad, what would, he, what would the, dad, the child do? You just do like this? And what is that telling you? Carry me. Carry me. A story was told of where uh, uh, this, there was this um, earthquake that, uh, no, not earthquake. This tornado that happened in the U.S., that man went, took his family to the basement with his wife and covered them like this. Why? The tornado was taking everything off the house. You know, the basement is all uh, made with um, concrete, so the tornado could not really get there. But the problem was when the thing was packing all the floor leading to the basement. You know, they were all made of wood. It now fell on top of the dad. It was only the dad that was injured. What was he doing? Protecting. If earthly father can do that, how much more your God? Do you relate with him as, as God, as father? Tell him everything. Lord, 
What should I eat today? If some of us really actually talk to God, what do we eat? He will not allow you to eat that pizza. He won't allow you to eat that chocolate. He will instantly tell you, if you do, you may have high blood, oh no, diabetes, not high blood pressure. Praise the Lord. That is your dad. Lord, which cloth should I put on today? If you tell God, if you ask God, which cloth should I wear today? I'm sure he will not allow you to wear the cloth that will leave your cleavage. That will leave you to come and, I mean, tempt men. Praise the Lord. Men too are doing the same now. These days they wear the things so tight on their body. They will, to even rest their hand, they will do like this. Oh yeah, so it's, it's both ways. Tell God everything. Hallelujah. Relate to God. This is 2020 that we are just starting. Don't just say, oh God. Oh God, are you there, God? If you are there, please answer me. No, relate to him as your father. He's your God, he's your father. Talk to him. Some of you don't have relationship, good relationship with, with your dad. You don't. But you have a father in heaven that you can relate with. Some of us, when, when I, I remember when a sister of mine lost the dad, oh my goodness. I am, wow. I said, wow, sister, you really loved your dad. You will see. She was boiling like this. Some people, if, they, if their father dies, they will say, mm, too, uh, oh, thank God. He's gone. Ah. It ought not to be. A father supposed to protect, provide, carries. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is what God wants to do for us. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to follow the Lord's prayer. Verse, verse 9 says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Reverence, holy, honor is your name. What have you told God this morning? Or you just woke up and you just dressed up and said, oh yeah, I got to go to that church today. If they don't see me, only God knows what they will do. No. When you woke up, what was the first thing you did? Your phone? Or your tablet? Or you say, God, wow, I'm alive again. Lord, I am, oh, Father, thank you for life. My children are here. My husband is here. I just thank you. That's how you relate with your dad. He says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be your name. When you wake up in the morning and the first thing that comes to your mind, what's up, what's up, what's up? Instagram, Instagram, that's your dad. That is your father. Oh, business, business, child, I mean, whatever. The first thing to come to your mind is my father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And how do you hallow his name? Some of us, you just lay flat on the floor and you worship the Lord. You bless him. You call him his name. What do you call your father? What do you call him? 
No. The way my girls relate with their dad, uh, at times they make me jealous. But I thank God that I have a father too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mm. I remember when my mother first saw these two girls. Say, wow, these girls look like their dad. Me too, I said, wow, I don't look like you. <laughs> I told my mama that. Yes, you look like your father. God created you. Relate with him. Honor him. Embrace him. How do you embrace your God? When you are worshipping him in beauty of holiness. When you are praising him because of who he is. When you are thanking him for what he has done for you. You've done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Sing a song to him. Worship him. Give him all the glory. Hallowed be your name. I reverence you. I honor you. Holy is your name. I tell you, if what you do early in the morning, when, as, once you wake up, one o'clock, two o'clock, whatever time you wake up, is to hallow his name, is to give whole, I mean, honor to his name and say, holy is your name. Sin will run away from you. Sin will be far from you. Amen. One of the prophecies of this year, the Geo said there will be a lot of trouble because of our sins. We need to go back to God. We need to hallow his name. Number two, thy kingdom come. I believe that's verse 10. Is somebody there? Verse 10. Thy kingdom come. God's kingdom is very far now. Nobody is talking about it. The first thing Jesus said immediately he came was repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. These days you don't hear it again. Repent ah, is a taboo. It's like an abomination. But the word of God has not changed. Repentance. We need to repent. Oh, Oh, don't worry. There's nothing to repent about. God, God is love. Oh, yeah. God is love. He's a consuming fire, too. Oh, God is a lamb. Ah, I tell you, he's a lion, too. He's a two-edged sword. Repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. That was said two, more than 2,000 years ago. It's still relevant today. My Father in heaven, thy kingdom come. Your kingdom should rule here on earth. Your kingdom should rule in my body. If there is any sickness in my body, no, it should get out because the kingdom of God must what? rule in my body. The kingdom of God should rule in my business. If I'm experiencing anything downfall, no, it's all not to be. Tell that business to rise up because the kingdom of God must rule. Your marriage is doing like this, no, tell it, no. The kingdom of God needs to rule in my marriage. Hallelujah. The realm of the kingdom of God must rule. It's us to rule because my father, thy kingdom should come. Number three. 
thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The desire of the Lord must be done on earth. The wishes of our God must be done on earth. Psalm 103 verse 20. It has to be done on earth. As it is in heaven. And some of the things that is being done in heaven. That is not common here on earth. Is praising and worshipping the Lord. The Bible says. 24-7. The four and twenty elders. They will just take their crown and cast it down and begin to do what? And begin to worship. The four and twenty of them, they do that. The four living creatures, they do that. The seraphim, the cherubim, they are there. It's not a church. They are really angels with, with six wings, two to cover their faces, two to cover their bodies, and two to fly. Why were they covering their faces and their bodies? Because of the majesty of the Lord. Because of the glory of God. They, they cannot even stand it. They can't. They can't stand the glory of God. Because our Father in heaven, your will must be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Sin is not the will of God. It cannot. It ought not to be done here on earth. But because our body belongs to this earth, it wants to fulfill what is here on earth. Because you love your father, let his will be done. Glorify him more. Number four. Give us this day our daily bread. Daily. Give me now. The daily there is it means now. Now. Give me now. You are hungry, you need to tell God, God, give me now my food. That is Matthew chapter 6. I believe that's verse 11 or so. Give us this day our daily bread. Give me now my food. The bread there in Greek is a loaf. From my country, they call it buga. Serious food. Give me my food, God. If you are starving, you need to tell God, my Father in heaven, give me my food now. Hallelujah. Proverbs 30 verse 8. Give me my food. A child of God must not starve. I don't know how many of you have starved before. A child of God should not starve. My Father in heaven. The verb B of that says, give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Not the one that, oh yeah, today I only have oil. I'll just drink the oil and that is it. Or you don't know, some people have to stay so that the, 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 the chemical in their tummy will not kill them. They only drink oil because that, that is what is available for them to drink. You have food and you are wasting one. Ah. That's wickedness. Feed me with food. We shall not starve in Jesus' name. Amen. The next verse, Matthew 6, 12. Forgive. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive. If you don't forgive, you cannot be forgiven. Sometime last year, 
a video was going about of a pastor's wife that died. And the reason why they did not allow her to enter heaven was because she said she has forgiven her husband, which was the pastor as well. But she didn't. So they didn't allow her to enter into heaven. So she came back. God gave her a second chance. Some people may not have second chance. You need to forgive. You need to let go. What is forgiveness? It is act of stopping a feeling of anger and resentment towards someone. For an offense, because of a flaw or because of a mistake made. Let me tell you something. Except you are not living on this earth. You may have to forgive people every day. Because somebody will hurt you. One of my mentors said, she said, forgive them even before they hurt you. Just make up your mind. These are, I have let go. I am letting go. Oh, it is easier said than done. When you begin to say it is easier said than done, you don't want to do it. It is easier said than done, but it is, it is doable. It is easier said than It is doable. You can do it. Ah, God forgave us. They killed his only son. He forgave. Even Jesus, before he even gave up the ghost. You know what? Do you know what Jesus had to say? Forgive them. Because they don't know what they are doing. Because he, want, he, he, he wanted to come back. If he had not forgiven them, maybe he wouldn't have risen. He said forgive them. Because they don't know what they are doing. They hurt him. They slapped him. They kicked him. They pressed it's a three-inch uh, 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 crown of thorn on, on his head. The people that he created by himself, they were doing this to him. He forgave, so why not you? Forgive that offense, let it go. Ultimately, so that you can make heaven. Somebody watched that video and said, don't, 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 don't mind that woman. What? What? Ah, that is our own. Ah, Really? Except you don't want to go to heaven. You need to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Whatsoever that person has done to you, go and meet him or her. If you have access to her, say, you hurt me. This is this and this and this are what you did. Don't say, oh, I've forgiven. God sees my heart. You have not forgiven. You have not let go. You have not. Mm -mm. Go and meet the person. I've done it before. If it's your husband, say, darling, you ain't touching me tonight if I don't finish what I have to say. Tell, tell him, if it's your wife, I'm not going to eat that your food until we finish this talk. If it's your child, call him or her and talk. If it's your parents, go and tell them because you don't know the next second you are getting out of here. It could be your last time. Where will you now end? Oh Lord, it's not my fault. It is the devil, it's my daddy, it's my mommy. Really? It will not happen. You need to let go. Forgive to be forgiven. Because it's a commandment. It's an intentional thing to do. You have to be intentional about forgiveness. You have to be what? 
You have to be what? Please let's say it. You have to be what? Be intentional about your forgiveness. You have to forgive. And you know what? As you are forgiving now, somebody is hurting you the next minute. And you know what? Learn to do what? Forgive again. Until you die, brothers and sisters, somebody will hurt you. But just make up your mind. There is nothing anybody can do to me. I will let go and forgive. It took me time myself. But because I didn't grow up in an atmosphere of forgiveness. No. We have masters, BSc, and PhD in keeping malice. I learned it seriously. I went to the school of it. I went to the school. So I have my BSc and masters and PhD in resentment. Oh, oh boy. Hmm. What are you talking about? But because God said, look, almost your sins that you said, Lord, Jesus, forgive me. I am now your child. They are there. They are not yet forgiven. So I am born again that you are talking about. You are not born when? You are born nothing. Why? Because you are yet to forgive. I say, oh, so is that so? And you know what? Unforgiveness brings sicknesses and diseases. It kills faster than cancer. Let it go. No matter what that done to you. I'm not going to go to any story. If I begin to tell you, you will say, eh, you should not forgive that person. Who said I won't? God said forgive. So you too, if it's your father and you want to listen to your dad, you should forgive. Tell your neighbor, forgive. So Don't worry, I'm the one that said it. Tell your neighbor, forgive. forgive. Brother Alex. <laughs> Hallelujah. Forgive. Like I said, you have a feeling of anger. When you see the person, you are boiling. Ah, if she's coming this way, you go this way. She's coming this way, you go this way. Even in the church, let it go. Let it go. I remember my uncle telling me. He said, come, let me give you a word of advice. You will have your own enemies. Leave the enemy of your mother for her. Don't carry her load. You can't carry it. Some people, some, some girls who want to fight for their parents. Ah, he did it to my mom. He did it to my dad. He did it. Leave, leave, just leave it. It's not your load to carry. Hand it over to your father. Who said, forgive. So that you can be forgiven. I don't know why I'm dwelling on this. But unforgiveness can stop you from entering into heaven, except if you don't want to go. I remember when I was growing up, I'm still growing, I thank God. Beside our house was this white government church, Celestia Church of Christ. One day, two people just came out of the church and they removed their white um, sutana or whatever they call it. And the man said, Act! Today we have to finish this. Because none of us will make it to heaven. We must finish it today. And underneath one, there was this, I was very young. So I didn't know that the, the, the red line thing that he was wearing was a charm. And he said, today I will kill you. That was, 
The other one did not remove the sotana. He just stood there and did like this and said, you, you are very small. Now, if I tell you to begin to dance, will you dance? And I said, no way. Me, dance, I will show you. And he began to dance. <laughs> uh, even in the church. Hmm. There are charms and there are charms. If you are looking for one, go into your scriptures. Let no man trouble me because I bear on my body the mark of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Forgive. We'll talk about that forgiveness sometime. Not today. Next verse, please. And lead us not into temptation. May I not yield into See, temptation is not a sin. Yielding to it is a sin. When I was preparing for this message, the Lord told me that there are people struggling with pornography, struggling with same sex. This very morning, the Lord will deliver you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Pornography is not, it's a stronghold. It will just hold you. It will just hold you. You know, internet is a word on its own. It will just pop out like that. And you look. It's not for you to say, uh-uh, I bind you in Jesus' name. And you say, wow. Mm, really? Wow. Ooh. Immediately you begin to do that. Oh, lead us. Father, he does not lead into temptation. May I not yield to the temptation? When it, it will come. But Father will not allow you to do what? Yield to it. That's number six. Seven, deliver us from evil. Rescue me from evil. Psalm 121 verse 7. Rescue me from danger, from destruction, from malicious people. Some people, they just hate you. See, just your face. They just look at you and say, ah, ah. Why am I black and she's, she's uh, light in complexion? I just hate that she's light in complexion. <laughs> wow. They just hate you for nothing. It's in the Bible. From malicious people. Deliver me. Rescue me, oh God. Rescue me. All this are prayer. And the Father does it. He does it. If you know all these things, then you will make God your Father. You will have a relationship with Him. Number eight, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. But number seven, Psalm 121, verse seven and eight, like I said. Number eight, yours is the kingdom. You know, we said number two, his kingdom is here. Number eight, his is the kingdom. And the power and the glory. 
Luke 2, 14, Psalm 68, verse 34. Luke 2, 14, Psalm 68, verse 24. The integrity music, they sang a song. Father me, forever you father me. And in your embrace, I'll be forever secure. I love, I love the way you father me. Do you love the way God fathers you? How? Number one. Run to God. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to him. Go to your father. Go to your daddy. Go to your daddy. Go to your daddy. Go to him. Two, he will carry you. Deuteronomy 131. He will carry you. If he carries the weight of the world upon his shoulder. Yes. I know my sister that he will carry you. My brother, he will carry you too. Number three. He does not have limitations. Isaiah 41.10. He said he is God. And he says, I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. For your marriage, I will help you. For your children, I will help you. Grandchildren, I will help you. That is God for you. Number four. He doesn't disown. He doesn't disown his own children. 2 Samuel 7, 14. 2 Samuel 7, 14. He does not disown his children. Some early fathers disown their children. They just look at them like this and say, ah, uh, I, do, I just disown you. And to make matter worse, that time that they are disowning, resemble like them like peanut like this. But God does not disown. 2 Samuel 7, 14. Said, I will be his father and he shall be what? My son. Hallelujah. And God does not die. Number five, that's number five. He doesn't die. Deuteronomy 5.28. God will never die. Hallelujah. He won't die. Our earthly father will die. One day we have to bury them. But God will not die. Hallelujah. 26 verse 26. 5.26. Hallelujah. Number six, he disciplines. He does what? He does what? Let's say it now. He does what? That's what some of us don't want to hear. A child, a father will not discipline. From where I come from, they said that child is a good, a bastard. If you do anything wrong and your earthly parents they decide that oh oh leave her just leave him it's okay let ah you are in trouble big one if child that the father loves he does what he chastises he disciplines you do something wrong he just look turn your ears when I disobey God there are some things that he should immediately he will just show me. And once I realize it, I better run. If I, I have to turn back immediately because it has a lot of things to do in my home. Check out yourself. 
If you are doing anything wrong and God is not saying anything, your pastor is not even correcting you, nobody, no parents not correcting you, check if you are truly the son of that family. Check it. If you are truly the daughter, the son of God the Father, he will correct you. He disciplines. Hebrews 12 says, number 7, he protects. Proverbs 29, 35. Proverbs 29, 35. He disciplines his 12, uh, Hebrews 12, 6. Hallelujah. And lastly, God is a responsible father. God is what? God is a responsible father. He's a sovereign God. He listens to all our prayers. One of uh, the prophecies for this year is that every prayer will be answered. But you know what? Do you pray? Do you pray? If you don't pray, how will God answer? Oh, I just don't need this God for now. I, can, I think I can do it by myself. I need $100. I can go to the factory now and go and do the work. Oh yeah, you do the work, truly. But it is God that is giving you the strength to go to the factory or to go to your work. It's God that is giving you that your back has not given out on you. That your strength is still with you. That you have your memory. That they don't say, hey, sis, and you said, oh, I am a man. Oh, I am a dog. Oh, I am an alligator. You are still in the right frame of your mind. That's why you can take a phone and you don't call Instagram, WhatsApp, or you don't call Facebook, Twitter. It's because you are still in your right frame of mind. God is responsible. He sees to it that your heart is still beating. He sees to it that your blood is still flowing. He sees to it that you are in your right frame of mind. He sees to it that you are protected. He sees to it that you have food. He sees to it that your, your professor is, is giving you the right grade. He sees to it that your marriage is still standing. He sees to it that you are still alive and well. He sees to it that you are not dead and buried. God is responsible. That is a father. This year, he will hear you in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will hear you in Jesus' name. Amen. He will send help to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But there is something that we need to do. Galatians chapter 4 verse 6. Galatians chapter 4 verse 6. And because ye are sons. How many sons are here? Daughters. How many sons and daughters are here? Don't be ashamed to call yourself. Except, except if you are not born again. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son, that is the Holy Spirit, into your hearts. Cry what? Cry what? Call him father now. Call him father. Call him daddy. Crying daddy, daddy. Crying Abba father. Crying daddy. Daddy, Father, you need to call him. And it's not, Abba, Father. No, he said crying. Another version says shouting. Another version says screaming. Some of you, including myself, we prefer to go into our phone. Hello, 
Hello, Esther. My head is aching. And you know what? Unfortunately, Esther will not even do anything. He just say, oh, sorry. Sorry cannot heal your headache. At most, go and take Advil. Uh-oh. Let me just call Sister D. Oh, Sister D. You see what I saw today? It is well. Eh? No. Your, your, your phone line, get on your knee and talk to your dad. Cry out, Abba, Father, Lord. I started having some some feelings sometime some time ago. Ah, I told Pastor, of course, the first thing we do is to pray. So I said, ah, Pastor, this and this, this and this. He said, okay, no problem, let's pray. So we prayed. See, I left for my family. That green card is very useless. That's okay. Because God sees to it that we don't go to the clinic. That's the truth. Except we are doubting. Once we pray, Father answers. He does. If your God is not answering you, check yourself. I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you what God does. My children are there. Ask them. Pastor, I'm feeling this way. So he prayed. Eventually, we had to go and see the family doctor. So, ah, this and that, we'll refer you to this, we'll refer you to that. They referred and referred. Unfortunately, they refer, the people that they are referring to, they refuse to call me. I said, mm -hmm. Father, I thank you. Because God answers prayers. Ah, even in your dreams, the Lord will tell you what is going on in your body. Don't joke with it at all. If you are here, when you have dreams, you don't remember. You need to talk to daddy. Lord, I want to remember my dreams. Because there are some... God does not leave his children alone. He doesn't, he doesn't leave us in darkness. Like I said, he said he's going to deliver us from pornography. He's going to deliver from what again, you remember? Same-sex attraction. I trust that he will do it. I know my father will do it. If because of the nonsense that is going on all over the world, you think it is right to have same-sex attraction, I bind that devil in Jesus' name. Cast them out in the mighty name of Jesus. From any of our children, and even if it's an adult, in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of pornography, every spirit of immorality, in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, we charge you right now and we send you back in, in Jesus' name. Underneath are his everlasting arms, sisters and brothers. He always carries on. Crying, Abba Father, we're going to cry out to him this morning. Don't say, oh, it's one of those things. It's not one of those things. Same-sex attraction is devilish. It's not of God. People are listening to me live. I'm not afraid. 
we are talking of our living God, our Father. Every, every, every of this, everything, every spirit that wants you to be feeling oh until like you know it's an addiction. Pornography is an addiction. It's just like smoking, and um, things like that. Concerning you, concerning our children, you are set free in Jesus' name. Amen. In fact, you are made free in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to cry, Abba Father, this morning. We want to cry to him. I don't know what you want to cry to God for. I don't know what you are crying to God for. Please, this is not the time to start to laugh anyhow and say, oh, what are you talking about? It's a serious matter. Pornography has destroyed so many homes. And if you are watching me, there is that stronghold holding you. The Lord will set you free in Jesus' name.